Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure that you knew that my online knee course with Lenny Macrina is on sale for $200 off this week. If you want to learn exactly how to evaluate and treat the knee, you're going to love our comprehensive course where we cover our clinical examination, exercise progressions, and specific information on ACL, meniscus, patellofemoral, articular cartilage, osteoarthritis, and so much more. Plus, you can earn a ton of CEU credit. The course is on sale this week for $200 off. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash knee for more information and to sign up today. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about continuity of treatments, we talk about attending live con ed courses, and we finally have prepped a nice... I'm going to try to box in Dave here. A nice gymnastics injury question. The Ask Mike Reinhold Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I'm up here at Champion PT and Performance up in Boston, Mass. Hello, Jimmy. That's good. We got, we got the, the, the usual crew here, minus one, but Dan Pope, fitnesspainfree.com, Dave Tilly, shiftmovementscience.com. I'm getting good at this, right? And Lenny, oh, Lenny is st- Lenny, Lenny, Lenny must be on sabbatical. Lenny has the plague at, at, at this point. Lenny has the plague. Well, if you haven't figured it out yet, we'll give you a little tip. But we batch record these episodes, right? So, Spoiler alert! If, if you watch us on YouTube, we we wear more than the same outfit every day. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, Lenny is out sick again. So, you know. The part that's funny too is I think our ratings are going to go way down in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Lenny's my favorite character. So some, somebody on iTunes said said that one time. One of their reviews was hilarious. We read those, uh, but uh, somebody said uh, Lenny's their favorite character. I and, love that. He's like, a, like he's an actor. It's yeah. not really how Lenny is. He's, his character. he's my favorite character too. But he's a real person. But uh, we are here. We got a couple of great students here at Champion right now. Mike the Skid Scuduto from Northeastern University and Keisha Heck from Regis University. Keisha is going to take her first stab at reading some questions. Big day. A lot of pressure. You've been anxious, haven't you? I'm a little nervous. Yeah, that's pretty good. Keisha, for the people on YouTube that are staring at this, tell us about this huge black and blue welt you have on your arm. It's like a pink On this gun show, what happened to you? She ran into a tree. It's just silly enough to make it. No, I can't make that up. I think it's a bigger story. I don't want to know what the tree looked like. <laughs> let's do, all right, let's do this, Keisha. Let's get to it. We can, still don't have a good nickname for Keisha, but we'll get there. All right, what do we got? Chris from Boston asks, I have come across physical therapists who have no continuity with exercises from session to session. In my mind, it seems like it would be hard to accurately track progress with this strategy. Is this something you've come across, and do you have any suggestions on how to effectively vary exercises while showing some type of consistency? Great question. So, your mind, you are right. lack of continuity between, and you said exercises, I'd say I, the whole PT world boggles my mind. We've been talking about this a lot lately. Uh, but you can go into a PT clinic with eight therapists with low back pain, and all eight of them are going to assess you, evaluate you, treat you completely different. 
And to me, that's just that's just mind-boggling. I'm a big systems guy. I want to develop systems because they 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 reproduce reliable results. So consistent results is what you want. So yeah, everybody's different, and you have to do you know an evaluation process, but you have to have some sort of you know systemized you know concept that you put into it. So yeah, with exercises, I see that too. Low back pain. One person's getting these three exercises, and then they're getting maybe two of those, but a different third one, that type of thing. It's just out there. I think it just happens when you're when you're buffet. when you're either young or you're maybe not focused. I don't know if that's the right word, yeah. but like when you're young and you're just you're still kind of scuffling to figure out a little bit of what you want to do. I think I think that's where it comes down to. But I urge you to start thinking like, all right, well, you know, let, let me come up. Like, don't pick exercises. Pick pick the issue you're trying to solve or whatever, and and come up with a system to achieve that. Right. Yeah. I would say it's two main things, and I can definitely say I've had as a younger therapist like totally guilty of this and one was just not having good time management skills in the clinic you know in your That's a good point in your day-to-day like patient to patient like do you have a, a system of how you approach like I do all my my modalities and my manual therapy then my exercise and that and I felt like when I mixed that up and didn't have a two like buckets to go through like for a half hour hour I felt very like flustered and I was just, like think of random exercises then I couldn't remember what I did the time before so that's one of them and two is I think being a little bit more uh, detailed not in like the, the complexity of your notes but in like the systems of how you always see your exercise selections like we've started like a kind of a process here to see okay this is exactly what I do day one day two and I've tried to do more of like a strength and conditioning template where I take my A's B's and things like that and make them inside with my manual therapy and I find that like look at the the table it's much more organized and I can think oh we did these three things Last week, that's <laughs> a ton of that's info funny. right there. That's blowing it up. Dave, Dave's the man. Sorry. He's not the man. That's amazing. I'm sorry. I, so I, 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 I apologize for, for being awesome. I mean, you can't apologize for being awesome. Dan, um, I, I think you said that well. With our notes, even here at Champion, what we try to do for ours, like we don't just like document our our, our treatments like alphabetically or anything. I mean, we like we, we put it like in the order that we wanted. There's a, there's a flow to it, and it's just like with strength and conditioning. You know, you do your you do your self myofascial release, your movement prep, your you know. So for us, it's the same. It's tissue prep and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, I agree. With what you guys have said I think it's a fine line though because I've, I've definitely been in clinics where they do the same exercises for every single person regardless of who it is and their problem yeah. you definitely don't want to be on that spectrum right but then like I've been guilty of this too it's just giving everyone the flavor of the week new exercises things you really just enjoy. went to a new course yeah, yeah, new yeah course, just learn something yeah things out. yep um, so I think like like Mike's saying as you progress in your career putting together systems and things you like for specific problems that you find right and then the big part is that what are you trying to get out of an exercise you know are you giving this person exercise for strength right is this dynamic control like what the heck are you trying to accomplish and then you want to just progress that up so you have a a series of exercise to give the people and you want to make sure that you use exercise for long enough but not too long so people continue making strength make sure you're loading it appropriately Um, so once you get to that point it's just following general strength conditioning principles big gaping problem yeah yeah, and, and to be honest with you, so I don't know. We're, this is this this is early, but we'll give for the the dedicated listeners that are listening to every word we say in our podcast. We're working on a product that's going to solve all these issues soon. Ta-da! So we've been we've we've been we've been rattling our brains for for months. I've been doing it for years, but like together as a group, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to share with you guys exactly how we systemize our assessments and treatments um, for like a huge mega product. It's gonna be. The, the best thing, you know, that I've ever done. It's going to be the, the summation of everything I've learned so far. So, um, so it's coming. So we'll we'll throw that out there. But Keisha, what do we got? Mama Dreza from the UK asked, "Should I join 
a McKinsey course to learn the McKinsey method or just read the books of the McKinsey Institute? Is that enough? All right, so should you go to a live McKenzie course or just read the McKenzie books? Have any, has anyone done McKenzie? I have. I, 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 some. I did one, yeah. Did, have you done any, Dan? No, what do you think, Dave? So I think that uh, they are good to learn the their system, as we're talking about, like the way they approach things in a very systematic way is, is solid. Um, and I also think that their exercise selection progression is really good. They have a really good idea of how to handle tricky presentations in different categories of people. I will say it did get a, quite a bit redundant in the lab session. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that yeah, too. I think it was yeah. like the first like two to three hours, I was like, wow, this is awesome. I'm learning a lot. And then like a day I felt like I was like, okay, I, I get it. Like I could. Do so you, I, I do you think the, you could learn that from a book though? No, I don't think you could learn the principles in the, because watching books, them move. Their book's dry. I know. And watching like them, a lot, lot of, of stuff is hands on too, you know, like where you put your hands for certain progressions and stuff. So yeah. I did both. I like took a couple courses and then I bought the adjunct of books and kind of did the rest of my own. But yeah, McKenzie's a lot of like hands on and stuff too. I mean, a live course is always going to be better for that. I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of both. I, I actually prefer online education myself. Mm-hmm. But so I, I would say I, I really I like the concept of the book. I think what if I were to stage it, maybe I'd say is get the books, read the books, and if it's something you're liking and you're enjoying, then by all means take it to the next step and go to the live course. And that applies to any concept, right? You know, so awesome. All right, let's do it. Let's 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 go. Number three, Keisha. Jay from Dallas Keisha. says, "I have recently Keisha. had an uptick in gymnastics patients, which is a sport I am not familiar with, but would like to learn more about. What are the most common gymnastics injuries and/or movement dysfunctions? What are the best resources for learning about gymnastics, the physical requirements and mechanics of different gymnastics events?" and the rehabilitation of injured gymnastics athletes to maximize return to function. Nah, you guys don't want to hear about <laughs> this. Let's, step in. <laughs> let's just, let's, we'll, uh, thanks so much, guys, for another great episode. Next question. Oh, oh, sorry, we'll let Dave. Dave, this is your wheelhouse, right? Yeah, man, this is I, me. I mean, so, so Dave doesn't have to do it, but obviously, shiftmovementscience.com, which is Dave's uh, website, um, I mean, that's all he talks about. It's actually annoying. That's all, that's all he thinks and talks about My all man. day. It's amazing. My so, man. so so Dave, how I mean, heck, I mean, he's looking for more info. So more info, go to Dave's site and check it out. But yeah. heck, where do you start? Yeah, it's tough because there's not a well-established body of research like we have in many other sports. So it's kind of a mixture of what's available from other body parts and then your intuition, right? So most common injuries, which is part of your question. So for female gymnasts, it's back pain, then probably followed by uh, lower body stuff. So they say statistically it's like ankle injuries, ankle sprains and knees. But I would say I see five more lower backs for every one ankle or knee. So Clinically, I would say back and then knee and ankle overuse and then sometimes some upper body stuff. Guys, flip side, always shoulders, mostly the most common because of the upper body demand followed by knee. Is, is that event driven or is it, it is. really sex driven? Like, no, it's like, event driven because okay. men's gymnastics has much more upper body demand rings, right. uh, parallel bars, high bars, very shoulder intensive. Women's are much more back and hip dominant. So tumbling, vaulting, and beam are kind of the same skill mechanics and they have one swing event versus guys have four three swing events and then other makes stuff. sense yeah and also guys just have more uh skills that are shoulder intensive so i would say that's probably the overlook of like bird's eye view of the injury demographics and then uh for the girl side for back pain mostly it's the way they extend like there's something going wrong with their shoulders and their hips that puts more pressure on their back they land not in a great way you know soft tissue mobility over time falls apart because they're uh, overuse kind of stiffness and same thing for guys overhead limited mobility uh, cuff strength is not nearly as proportionally strong to the big guys, so you got to kind of tease out the injury itself. But 
I did write a book if you're interested. You can have it. And I also have oh, a new course coming up. See, I didn't even know that. See, I was just, I, I'm, I'm going to let him. One, one year in. I just, I, I, yeah, I, 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 was try, I was trying to be more sly for it. I was just like, tell us more, Dave. <laughs> yeah. no, and I have a course coming out in a month. Nice. Online, right? Yeah. All right, so where do they find more info on all, all this stuff? All the stuff's on the website. All right, so shiftmovementscience.com. Yep. Keisha, I want to hear from you. So yeah. Keisha's a gymnast. She is a gymnast. She's a PT student, and part of why she's here, for some reason, is, is Dave. Um, but <laughs> she's, uh, you know, I mean, she kind of sought us out, you know, because because of Dave's experience and stuff. So Dave's the guy that's that's trying to lead the, the trend towards these gymnastic injuries and understanding them better and, and getting more scientific. Keisha is the PT student right now that's trying to learn. So, from your perspective, you know, like, what, what, what do you think? What do you think he should do? You know, he or she, I forget the question, but what do you think they they should do from your perspective? Uh, I think just understanding specifics of the sport. So, if they're saying they're having back pain with a certain event or a certain skill, you know, find out what that skill is and look at the the movement patterns that it is. If it's a YouTube video, if they have video of doing it. I mean, you have the background of what movement is just as a PT, so kind of use that and then just apply it to these more oddly functioning movement <laughs> patterns. Well, yeah, I mean, every sport does yeah. some unique thing to your body. So, I mean, Keisha said it really well. Not only just, which, heck, nowadays, you just you can Google it and put it, go on YouTube and look at some of these events, but everybody's got it on their iPhone, and if they don't, their mom does, yeah. right? So, Instagram. like, just, yes, oh, or, yeah, Instagram now. So, so that's a great point, is trying to get some video of that, and then, and then take that and say, like, well, I understand the basics of stress and biomechanics of the body. Like, how does, how does that impart? Yeah. So, I would also put that last caveat is don't get too too far into the sports with except it's really important but a lot of what I've done that's been successful is based on the the joints themselves and the body and then I took it to a gymnastic specific application right. so really loose population right. that uses their joints at end range with high velocity right it's no different than baseball volleyball crossfit I mean it's no different from from all those but you just got to understand the uniqueness of that sport right. right you know I think that's that's the main thing so um, awesome is that it that's three awesome good episode thank you so much guys finally got a nice gymnastics question yes. in for Dave nailed that's it my one year university practice right. that yeah that's, that's right <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan submitted that That's question an, an just to make Dave feel better. I love that. Prospect question coming up next episode. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, guys. We appreciate it. Go to Ask Mike Reynolds. Oh, no, that's not the website. Go to MikeReynolds.com. Click on the, the podcast link to ask us questions. we got a form there. You can fill us fill out any question you want. Kind of kind of really help us get some great content. We have a ton of great questions. We love, love all the ones that are coming in. Keep them coming. Go to iTunes. Rate and review this. Subscribe to us. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeRinald.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.